Welcome to Go Behind the Ballot, a podcast where two Texas moms go on an educational quest to demystify Texas politics. Join me, Nicole Abshire, and my co-host, Claire Campos O'Neill, as we deep dive into the most burning issues, hear stories from candidates, and offer hope in these challenging political times. Let's saddle up and go behind the ballot. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Go Behind the Ballot. I'm Claire Campos O'Neill. And I am Nicole Abshire. And as always, we are so happy that you are here with us. In this show, we're going to take a little bit of a pause from our current series. For those of you who have been listening the last couple of weeks, you probably know that we've been talking about the 88th legislative session and all the bills that were discussed. Some passed, some didn't. And in each episode, we go through the specifics of a particular issue. But in today's show, we are bringing you a special behind-the-scenes look of this new investigative podcast that Nicole and I are working on, and we think y'all are going to be really interested in it. So we wanted to share a few little drips about what's happening there. And then next week, we're going to go back to our 88th legislative session show. We have a great interview with two women from Avow, so you won't want to miss that. But let's get it going. So Nicole, Mm -hmm. what are we doing? Tell us about our new show. Well, I'll tell you what, if you already subscribed to our newsletter, you definitely had an idea already about what we're up to. But if you don't, then this will be completely new news. So we have always had a little bit of an itch, I would say, to do something that's more investigative, something that really uncovers protecting democracy and finding issues that we can highlight. It just felt like the next right thing to do was like to really then take things up a notch since we've been at this a year and try something new. Absolutely. I feel like this topic was prime for the picking. And a big reason is because we are going to be talking about education vouchers. And this really ties in well to our current series about the 88th legislative session, because one of the big priorities of Governor Greg Abbott was getting school vouchers passed. He had, there was different versions of what that looked like, and the scope of who would be eligible to take vouchers and use them. But in the end, nothing happened with vouchers. And also nothing happened regarding raising teacher pay or giving schools more money to provide public education to the, I don't know, 5 million students we have here in Texas. However, like Asterisk, everyone has been saying that he's going to be calling a special session in October specifically for this issue. So this battle is coming back. And what we want to do is lay the groundwork and help people understand what this is really about, because this is one of those things where we feel like it's hard to really have a sense of is it good or bad, because there's a lot of rhetoric around we want to give people options. We want competition. Isn't competition good? And we're like, is it good? Is this really about competition or is this about something else? So we're going to be pulling that thread and really setting the stage of where vouchers even came from, who's behind this pitch, what would it actually do to public education? And we're going to be looking at other states that have implemented this program in the past because we feel like that is the crystal ball and we can already see the implications of these programs. So we have so much to uncover and we think this podcast is a perfect way to do that. 
um, because it's, it's one of these things where there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to understand and wrap your head around. And what better way to do that than through a podcast? Yeah, seriously, there are incredible, incredible articles that have been written already in the state of Texas. You know, I'm thinking of Texas monthly articles that we've read, unbelievable investigative journalism that has been done. Um, There's also, of course, many articles, as you alluded to, about where voucher programs have already been implemented in other states. There's a lot of information to find, and that can be overwhelming, right? So we're hoping that our podcast can be a place where we distill that down to the most important information and really talking about what applies to us as Texans, especially as a state that hasn't yet enacted a voucher program. But of course, as we have learned, are learning, this is a push that has been going on for years and years and years. Another thing that we really like about this particular topic is that it isn't a partisan issue. Uh, You have rural Republicans who frequently get together with urban Democrats and they say, this is not going to be a good thing for our communities, so we are not going to vote in favor of it. That has been the coalition that has held back vouchers in Texas, as Nicole was saying, forever, going back to when Brown v. Board of Education came down. So what's that now, like 70 years ago? And this is, it's, it's the same story, new scene, and we're going to look at what what is what does that mean now? Because now does feel different. We want to release this show to give people some groundwork and food for thought leading into the session. Because any if it's anything that we're learning, it's that once vouchers are introduced, once you ring that bell, you can't really unring it. So we have to do all that we can to be very critical of this program. Spoiler alert, we do not think it would be a good thing for public education. So how do we mobilize and let our legislators know that actually we like this public good and we don't want to dilute it and make it weaker? We want to give our audience some real tools to take away after we've educated them and let them know why we've made the case that this is a bad thing. Yes, I think it is important to be really honest about our position, which is that we are anti-voucher, but it isn't without research. It isn't without asking questions, could vouchers be good for Texas? It isn't without a lot of thought and research. That leads us to how you can help us. So the show we've been doing that you're listening to now, Go Behind the Ballot, has been an interview show, which is a lot easier to do. For those of you who are like, hmm, I want to start a podcast. This one isn't as complicated. However, the investigative narrative series that we will be doing with The Voucher Show is a lot more complicated. We're going to have multiple interviews woven throughout each show, music, scripting, and it's gotten to a level where we need support from our listeners to make this show happen. So we are putting out the call to crowdfund for this show. We right now are looking to crowdfund for our pilot episode, which will be $10,000 and any support that you can give $5, $25, maybe have a thousand dollars. That would be so incredibly helpful. One thing that we've discovered as we have begun this research and had conversations is how much confusion there is around the issue of vouchers. And it sort of depends on who has your ear, whether you have a position one way or the other. But what we seem to keep running up against is that people aren't sure what their position is. 
we want to demystify that for you. We want to really show you what is behind the scheme, who is behind the scheme and why, really emphasizing democracy and what it means when we erode our public institutions and our public goods, because ultimately that's what we're discovering is underneath all of this. We want to be a grassroots movement that is of the people, by the people, for the people. So come on, people. (laughs) Our hope is too, is let's say that you're someone who's like, I know about all of this and I know it's terrible and it's a scam. I'll be like, exactly. And this will be a great tool for you to share with your network to get the message out. Because even as I've been trying to explain this to my family, they're like, I don't really get it. And I'm like, I know that's why we need to make the show. It's hard to describe why this doesn't work in one sentence. It does take a little bit of time and um, just patience to catch up to speed. But we're going to do that for y'all in an entertaining, titillating, fascinating, informative way. This show right now that you're listening to is a perfect uh, sort of tag to Laura Subrin Yeager's podcast that we aired last Thursday, where she told us what happened at the legislature regarding public education. She's such a wealth of knowledge, an incredible public education advocate. And she shared that any effort to do anything good for public education was held hostage by vouchers. Everybody was excited for what was possible in the session in terms of raising teacher pay getting more funding for education. Obviously, there was a lot of talk about our surplus. Everybody was on fire about it. And then, of course, as it transpired, exactly what you just said, what happened time and again was that bills that would address the things that I think most of us agreed public education deserves and needs. Um, Those things were held hostage unless vouchers could be attached or unless vouchers were also passed. And so we want everybody to be aware of that going into the special session so that you can watch it with a critical eye, make your voice heard and known. So maybe we should talk about that, Claire, like our hopes and dreams for the impact we would love to see this podcast have. We want it to be something that people are talking about the Capitol. They're like, have you heard this show that really connects the dots? Oh, you haven't? Well, you need to because there is so much more to the story than what we're hearing from lobbyists or whoever's in their ear. We want people to be able to feel like they can be part of this conversation and that they can go to the Capitol and they can testify and they can have impact. We also hope, right, that it has an impact in people's living rooms. That when parents are sitting around and they're thinking about their kids starting school um, and, you know, whether they have school age kids or they don't yet, that they have a point of view, that they are clear on what vouchers would mean to public education. And so that they can also spread the word in their friend groups and their networks and be like, oh, you don't know about the impact that vouchers would have on public education, let me point you to a place and then let's talk. Let's talk about what what we've both learned about that. We have really high hopes for this show and we are working with some other incredible producers to make this happen. But as we mentioned, we need your help too to get this one off the ground. So please consider making a donation. We'll have the link in the show notes. You can find the, the crowdfunding page on our newsletter. You should also sign up for our newsletter at gobehindtheballot.com. We can't wait to get it out into the world. 
do this with us, alongside us, get to see it produced and be a part of it. So we hope that that you hear this and you feel compelled. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to this show. We're going to have one next week for you as well with our guest from Avow. You won't want to miss that one. And uh, stay tuned, friends. We'll be back soon. Thank you, everybody, for joining me, Nicole Abshire, and my co-host, Claire Campos O'Neill, on Go Behind the Ballot. Hopefully, we've demystified some little portion of Texas politics, and we hope that you'll do more with us. Check out our website at www.gobehindtheballot.com, where you'll find links to all of our social media, and you will find our community. Let's join together and do more. We hope you'll let us know what is working, and we hope you'll join us next week. Thanks, everybody, and have a good one.